I'm Lauren, and welcome to Two Pills Podcast. In our Two Pills Tips, we briefly go over a topic in teaching. Like today, we're going to be talking about some active learning strategies. These episodes are shorter than our full interview episodes, so hopefully you can just listen to them, get some ideas on your way to class. If you have an idea for a Two Pills Tip or someone who we should interview, please send us an email at twopillspodcast at gmail.com. That's T-W-O pillspodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter at Two Pills Podcast. As a disclaimer, I'm not claiming to be an expert on any of these ideas, and all of this information is freely available online. Feel free to check out our website, twopillspodcast.com, for links to resources. Today we're going to talk about an active learning strategy that's a little bit unusual, but it turns out students really enjoy. Um, It turns out students really enjoy throwing things, especially if they can throw them in the direction of the instructor. When I think about this active learning strategy, I picture, you know, in the movies when like the teacher has their back turned and kids are all throwing things at each other. Um, But really, I have used this um, in the classroom as well. So one way to engage your students is to physically engage them, right? Have them moving. Um, And I've done this with small groups of 10 to 12 up to more than 50. So one easy way to bring them in is to call on students to answer questions during your discussion. So my background is in infectious diseases, so I'll usually bring a few giant microbes. I'll throw, say, a staph aureus to one student to have them answer the question. And if it's a group who knows each other pretty well, like, say, a group of residents or students who have been training with each other for a while, I'll have the first student throw the giant microbe to the next student to answer the next question. Um, So they kind of call on each other by throwing the item. And for that reason, everyone has to be engaged because... They could be coming to them next. They have to hear what the last question was and things like that. So a little bit better than just asking a group openly for the answer to a question and you may just not get a response. This can also be a great way to come up with ideas in a brainstorming session. So for example, let's say you're asking the group to come up with causes of common complaints. So let's say you say, what are all the reasons someone would come in with chest pain or altered mental status? The students can throw the object to each other, and each person has to come up with an accurate and unique addition to the ones that have already been mentioned. Again, for this reason, they're going to have to listen to what everyone else has said, so they're engaged in that way, and they have to see if the giant microbe is coming their way um, as it's thrown. One article said that this semi-review and wake-up exercise is particularly useful for energizing or re-energizing students when they've been working with material that requires heavy concentration. And a lot of our material in health sciences requires heavy concentration. Um, So in that way, you can have students tossing it to each other. um, And again, it's a way to kind of break things up, but also keep them engaged and immersed in the material. Another one I want to talk about was I once went to a teaching and learning session and the instructor asked us to brainstorm ideas around a topic, so we did. We went around the room and we gave our idea to the group and then he had us ball up the idea, the piece of paper, and throw it towards him as he was carrying a large trash can. The session was at the very end of a long day of conference sessions and so I found it very memorable. I then decided to incorporate this idea into my self-care talk on ophthalmology. So students were required to evaluate a real self-care product from the OTCLs and their groups. They had to discuss aspects like indication, precautions or contraindications, and patient counseling points. And then when they finished, they threw the Ziploc bag into a large bin at the front of the room. Students were pretty surprised, especially as first years, at the opportunity to throw something across the room, and it really livened up the end of a long class. 
Another activity I read about but I haven't done myself was called snowballs. And so when, with this activity, the instructor forms several blank pieces of paper into balls and throws them around the room. And each time a quote snowball lands on a desk, the recipient has to write three takeaways from today or yesterday's class and then throw it onward. After nine ideas are on each page, they then pause for students to debrief the pages in groups. Again, I haven't done that one, but it sounds interesting. So finally, just a couple of tips for making this successful. You wanna know your audience. Do they know each other well? Will the students feel comfortable answering questions individually or calling on the others within the group? One thing that should be a given, but just to mention it, is to use soft items. Um, you definitely don't want any risk of harm to the students or yourself or the building. And then finally, know your time limit. So like all active learning, know when too long is too long or when things are getting out of control. Plan in advance and then stop if needed. So good luck and thanks for tuning in to Pluto's podcast.